Equality versus equity. Equality means every child gets a pair of shoes. Equity means every child gets a pair of shoes that fit. That means every school district has to meet every student's individual needs. I'm Jerry O'Green with the Black Student Advocate. We advocate for black employees and black students within the K-12 school districts. We hold school districts accountable to make sure that black students and employees are in a fair and equitable workplace. Peace. Welcome back to Humanity Works Podcast. I am your host, Jahad Masai Youssef. This is the place where we bring a sexy back. Oh, man. I just went blank. This is the place where we bring a sexy back to the everyday hardworking men and women who impact your life within close proximity, rising above this madness, which is called black culture. Um, What I want to talk about in this particular episode is why I talk to my daughters about sex before they turned eight years old. Uh, being a young father, I was criticized a lot uh, coming up in the church and through a spiritual religious family, whatever have you. There was a lot of criticism on the way that I raised my children. A lot of people didn't understand it. A lot of people thought it was radical. Some people thought it was a little bit extreme. But as a father, you know, as a young father, I did make a lot of mistakes and a lot of things was trial and error. But I didn't want to allow the world to have the first influence on the way that my children perceived and thought and how they viewed life. I always knew that that was my responsibility. And I started my children young. When it came to my daughters and sex, I started talking to them about sex like at five, six, you know, really eight years old is when they really begin to understand it. And people will be like, well, why would you start so young? Listen, the world we live in today, like the average baby that's born is operating a cell phone before they turn two years old. We're living in a very advanced world, advanced society. These babies that are coming out, they're super intelligent. They're sponges to information and they pick up on things very quickly. Um, I was more strict on my daughters than I was my boys. Let me put that out there. And a lot of people are pretty much more stricter on the uh, girls than they are the boys. The reason why I was more strict on my daughters was because that no matter what, if they make a mistake, you know what I'm saying, have a child, you know, the worst that happened is they would just be without a father. If my boys made a mistake when it came to sex, you know, besides the things with STDs and, and whatnot, you know, they would be caught up in the system as far as child support is concerned. Man, I thought I turned my phone off. And so, you know, I was a little bit more strict on my boys than I was my girls because they're going to make the if they make a mistake, they're going to pay a penalty, financial penalty. Most of the times girls ain't women ain't, you know, the most they might suffer is emotional, the emotional um, uh, ups and downs of the absence of a man. However, this is something that they can get over because of support of family, grandfathers, uncles, cousins, things of that nature. Where is that breeze coming from? Anyway. <clears throat> I never told my daughters not to have sex. Only told my daughters what's going to happen after they have sex. I told them that, listen, you might get with a young man. He might tell you you're the most beautiful thing in the world. You're pretty. You know, you're fine. You know, the whole nine. You know, we men tell women. And uh, you might give it up, give up the cookies. Well, these are the things you should expect. He might drag your name through the mud. He might not talk to you anymore. Sometimes men go so much as far as to even record the act that you may never even know. You know, rumors might spread. <clears throat> you might develop the rep reputation of being a hoe, a whore, loose, a freak. These things are going to happen. We live in a society where sex is double standard. You know, men, men can go around and screw 100 women. He's praised for it. He's a stud. He's a gigolo. 
he's that dude for woman sleep with more than three or four or five guys. She labels as, you know, something not valuable. She's not a woman. She's not virtuous. That's a double standard that we live in in society. Me being a girl dad, there was a lot of things that I had to destroy in my daughter's young as far as the way that they thought. Cable TV is highly influential. And one thing we have to understand when it comes to parenting, no matter what you teach your child, no matter what you teach them right and wrong, they're going to make mistakes. They're going to fall to peer pressure. It just depends on which peer pressure it is. Is it drugs? Is it alcohol? Is it sexuality uh, identification? We don't know what that'll be. Is it gangs? We just don't know. Is it violence? The Bible says, I think in Proverbs 6.22, that if you raise up a child, is it Proverbs 22.6? No, I think it's Proverbs 6.22. If I'm wrong, correct me, please. But it says, raise up in the child in the way that they should go, and when they get older, they will not go astray. So there's nothing to worry about when our children do make mistakes. Allow them that room and time and error to make those mistakes. Because as we all know, when we get older, what's the one thing we always say? Mama was right. Dad was right. However, I had to break a lot of ignorance and things that would be naive to my daughters young because I know how I was with women. And a lot of times I prided myself on most women that I met. I was smarter than I read books. I knew how to talk. I knew how to put words together. I knew how to sell them on something. And I always got what I want. But then I thought about it, I'm like, I got daughters. So that same guy and me could approach them one day, but I had to give them the game early. Right. So what I used to do is sometimes, and I said this on another episode, I would ride around in my car and I'd play too short. I'd play gangster music and they used the B word and bitching, bitching, hoes and all this other stuff. And I would ask him, hey, how does that make you feel? And they'd be like, daddy, he said the B word and he's calling women hoes. I said, well, are you a bitch? No, daddy. Are you a hoe? No, daddy. I said, so you need to learn to let words like that bounce up off of you because if that word offends you, that means that you believe that what you are being called by a man. Nine times out of ten, they'll call you when you don't give them the number or when you don't want to give up the butt. You know, you're going to get called bees and hoes. I need that word to be completely desensitized in your system. No reaction remains stoic when you even hear the word come out of a man's mouth. And so with the influence, man, even with cable, when they're around friends, you know, people got things going on in their homes. You know, you got children that's been molested. Young girls have been molested by family members and fathers. They come to school with influences and encouraging. Hey, girl, you need to do this. Or girl, that boy over there, he cute. You need to go kiss him. You need to go hide and freak or go in the basement and do these things. And I needed my daughters to be sharp and smart enough and not to be naive to some of the things that these kids would do. Because even in other people's homes, they're influenced with sex they watch sex they've heard sex they've seen it with their because a lot of adults are irresponsible right so i had to get all the language out you know i played music that kind of desensitize them then if i was at the mall if i was in a setting where there was women i would tell my daughters hey listen this is how a man sounds when he likes you you know and i would approach a woman with a decent conversation let her know the value was to court her date her get to know her take her out to eat my daughters heard this verbiage and then i told my daughters this is what it sounds like when a man just wants to take you to bed Hey, girl, you sexy. You fine as hell. You know, I want to get with you. You beautiful. You know, you stack. You a brick house. You a stallion. You a bad bitch. When you hear men and people talk like that, the value is just sex. You're a physical, you're a physicality that they're drawn to. And also it's lustful. Now, I told you, I didn't tell them not to have sex. I only told them what happens when they have sex. I said, you have to be wise in your decision and the young man that you're going to end up sleeping with because it's going to happen. And parents, let's get out of this thing about thinking about your child's never supposed to have sex till they're grown and gone. We don't live in that kind of world. We don't live in that kind of society. Listen, my youngest is seven, right? What is the noise? Anyway, my young, what is that noise? Anyway, my youngest is seven. 
You understand? And I recall recently she had a school night, movie night on a school night. And I went in, I sat in, I'm looking at this this film, and the main character is completely unidentifiable. And I'm like, wow. So I had to let my daughter know because these kids are watching this and they're being acclimated and normalized to this. And I had to tell my daughter right then and there that night, baby, that's not a man. That's not even a woman. That might be a transgender or it might be, you know, uh, uh, somebody who identifies as a woman that that is a man or a man that identifies or a woman that identifies as a man being a woman. I had to say these things to my daughter. Because the society that we live in, the schools and everybody is trying to influence our children to make a decision of gender neutrality or not identifying what they were born as. And to me, that is complete, complete insanity. And I won't allow for my child. So right then and there, I had to educate her and let her know, because if I don't, then the first people that's going to influence her are going to have the leeway to think that that's normal. Or one night when we was watching a movie, we were just sitting up here watching a random movie, never seen it before. And I thought the movie was like PG. But even with kids networks and cartoons and PG, all of a sudden two women popped on the screen kissing. Now, I have nothing against women who love women or the LGBT. All right. This is not about that. But I don't want my child to be forced to make a decision from something that I don't agree with. I don't really support it. You know what I mean? Because that's not normal, it's not natural. Now, as you get older than this adult, hey, whatever our children do, that's what they decide to do. I'm going to love my child anyway. But I had to explain to her what happened in that scene right then and there. Because she looked at me, she smirked, and she smiled. And right then and there is why I stopped the movie, and I had to explain to her. And the reason why is because here's the reality, parents. You're not going to be around your child 24-7. They are going to see some things that is going to confuse them. And they might not even tell you when they come home from school. They are going to see some things in society that might outright blow their mind. And they may not come home and tell you. You need to have these conversations young with your children. Don't wait till they're 10, 12, 13 years old because you know what? Nine times out of 10, they probably may already be having sex. That is something that you probably don't want to accept, but it's a real reality in the world that we're living in. So I had to catch my daughters young and I allowed them that freedom and that room to do whatever they wanted to do. And the beauty of it all is that when all three of them finally had that first experience, they called me. Hey, dad, it happened. And we had a conversation. Did you like it? <laughs> How long did it last? <laughs> you know, I had, we had these questions and I don't, they never called their mother. They called me as their father. And I'm thankful that they honored me to do that so we can have a conversation. You got to always keep that, that, that open outlet for your children to have whatever conversation that they need to have. You must keep that outlet open at all times. It is critical. If your child can't trust you with the most uncomfortable information and things that they're going through, they will never come to you. They'll go to their friends and their friends don't know anything, right? A lot of our, a lot of these adults don't really know anything. So this is for me. This is where it worked for me. It may not work for you. You know, when I put information out with parenting tips, it's not the end all be all and it's not the law. I only put out things that has proven to work for me in my life. Some people want to wait till their children are older. That's that's fine and dandy. But I choose to be the first influential voice of reasoning and logic when it comes to this world. And it's not just dealing with sex. We talk about drug addiction. You know, we talk about all type of things that can happen out here that's going on in the world because the one that rocks the cradle rules the world. Children are always the target, even with sex trafficking. When you see all these young girls and black women that are missing, 
right? This is all for sex trafficking. And sometimes, you know, these things do end up in murder or as well as harvesting organs. These things are very real. So, yes, I chose to talk to talk about sex early with my daughters young because it was critical and it worked out. None of my daughters had children before they at least got out of high school and had a little bit of college education in them. Now, let me say this. I'm not saying that they're better because they did that. There are kids, young ladies who have had children while they were in high school and grew up to be successful CEOs and uh, important people in society. So I'm not just saying because my daughters didn't have them have children while they went to school. That doesn't make them any better than anybody else. It's just that's the decision that they made that was best for us. Okay. So that's the conversation that I had with them. I spoke the verbiage. I had to role play and act out the different type of guys that are going to approach you. And I told them a lot of the ugliness when it comes to sex and not just the rumors and not just what a young man does to you. But let's talk about the STDs and things that are out there health wise that they can contract. You understand? It's very real out there. And for the life of me, I don't know why rappers are now making it like the thing to have raw and unprotected sex. That's not the way to go. You know what I mean? Ask anybody that work at the CDC. Ask any any doctor, any female doctor, any gynecologist. Ask them the stuff that they've seen in these hospital rooms and these doctor's appointments. It's not, yo, all that, 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 that glitter, what they say, all of that glitter is not gold. You know what I'm saying? Well, BBD said you can't trust the big button to smile. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times I tell my daughter, you can't trust him because he's tall, dark, and handsome. Or he's a popular athlete. You know what I mean? And I tell my daughters, this is another thing I also tell my daughters in this world, right? Well, maybe that's another episode, you know, the conversations you have for when they get married and things that they need to expect. But I always tell my daughters, don't have the high expectations that you will be the only person that a man will sleep with as you get older in your adult life. Until the value becomes a true commitment. You know, we have these type of conversations. You can't you, you can only guard your children for so long. You can only protect them so far with whatever information that you give them. But we need to prepare our children for real life and the world. So therefore, they're not dealing with the mental illnesses and not understanding why they're not getting the results out of life. So my advice to you is if you have girls and I'm a girl dad, I love my daughters. I love my babies. And we know in most families, when the elders, they start to take ill, they get sick. They're not the same. The girls are always the one to take care of them. Them girls, them women, they're going to always kick in for them elders, for grandma and grandpa. I have a lot of conversations with people. Like, hey, I ask a question sometimes. If you had the opportunity to speak to a loved one that has transitioned just one more time, who would it be and what would the conversation be about? And almost 10 out of 10 times, they say grandma or grandpa. Them girls are something, man. You got to love daughters, man. I got an episode of called Daughters, Stone Cold Killers. Daddy's girls, Stone Cold Killers. Them girls are everything, okay? So... Have that conversation with your daughters about sex and have it young, right? And educate them on everything that's going on in the world when it comes to sexual identity, what they identify as, STDs, the things that are happening out in here in the, in the world of sex. Tell them about your own experiences. You understand? I had a high school situation. <laughs> I listen. <laughs> if I could be totally transparent, I'd go there. But anyway, um, Sometimes I told my daughters about some of my experiences in high school coming up and some of the stuff that I did. And, you know, they was like, ooh, daddy. But like, hey, you know what I'm saying? I was a high school kid. I was young. You know, I'm like, you know what they say? Young and full of cum. You know, that was me. You know, still to this day, I'm 50 years old and full of cum. <laughs> I should have said that. Actually, no, nah, I can't even say that too. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Your boy, your boy. Listen, I just found out I'm AB positive, man, when I went to the, um, 
your vitamin lady and i suggest if you in atlanta go see your vitamin lady herbalist down there on auburn avenue that woman is a game changer i got my blood type but i found out i got the rare blood type of ab positive so now it explains why i'm so awesome Nah, just joking everybody's awesome in their own right listen man hopefully this episode was beneficial to you talk to them girls about sex and catch them early Break it down, expose them, let them know. And some people be like, well, you're encouraging them to go out and have it. No, I'm just giving them the information and just so they're not ignorant to what's going on out there. Because, listen, man, the world is fast, y'all. These kids are doing some stuff you probably would not believe. And they're doing it early and they're doing it young. I'm watching them. I'm watching them. Take it, take it from me as a basketball coach, a fast pitch coach. I'm seeing what's going on out here with our girls in society. But, hey, it is what it is, man. There's no need to worry. Enjoy life. Pray over your children. Get God's covering over your children. They'll be okay. The only way they're going to really understand life is just the mistakes that they make. And that's the only time the wisdom and the advice and the knowledge that you give them is going to really ring true. Is when they go through something, it's going to come back. Be like, you know what? Daddy said this was going to happen. Mama warned me about this, okay? This is the place where we bring bringing sexy back. Damn, I went blank again. This is the place where we bring bringing sexy back to the everyday hardworking men and women who impact your life within close proximity. We're going to rise above this man that was called Black culture well this episode will be uploaded but we're gonna have to have a conversation real soon about parentless leagues parent games and youth leagues where parents are not allowed to attend the games we're going to talk about some parents that we bring into law sterilization or not allow everybody to procreate and we need to talk about the legacy of a lot of white coaches, white males, because this NIL deal has got them losing their damn mind. These boys' body go through hell. They don't want them to get a check, and all the talent is going all throughout college. It's not going to these one or four or five top schools anymore, and it's fucking with them because now they have to coach. <laughs> I love it. <sighs> so anyway, man, this is Football Sunday. I know a lot of people are watching football. I'm up here uploading episodes. And listen, I love it. I love it. I love it. It's what I love to do. It's my thing. And honor my grandfather, the great pastor and minister he was. He was a strong man when he stood in that pulpit. And when, when he spoke, people listened. And I'm always thankful for those who sit in and listen to these episodes. Because I'm nobody. Man, you can get this information anywhere. There's a million and one podcasts out there talking probably by almost the same thing but this is where you chose to be fed and i thank you for it and i thank you for your support i value you first then i love you and i want you to always understand the biggest mistake that you can make in life is to think that you have time teach them girls about sex catch them early y'all you catch them not the world peace